Welcome to the Sometime Spouse Podcast. I am Christy Ogle, and this is Ask an Expert. And today, we have the expert, Christina Dominguez, in the house. Hello, hello. Hello. Tell me about what you do. Um, I am a mortgage lender. Um, I can per- do, help you with purchases, refinances, um, home equity cash outs. Um, I basically, any if you are buying or refinancing a residential property, I help with financing. So you said a lot of stuff in just that sentence. Can you break it down for us? So if somebody's buying a house, sure. they come to you. So if you are buying um, your own property, one you're going to live in with your family, or if you're buying an investment property or a second home, those are things that I can help you with. If you're buying a business, um, that's not a mortgage loan, so I wouldn't help with that. Okay. If you um, want to take the equity, meaning um, you owe $100,000 on a house that's worth 200000 um, you can refinance and take out some of that equity. And then sometimes people just refinance to lower payments, lower rates, extend terms. There's many reasons. So, Oh, wow. I do all that. What was that cash out one that you said? Is that That's the a- one where I was saying that um, if your house is worth 200000 but you only owe 100000 so you have a, essentially you have $100,000 in equity, and so you can refinance. Um, and cash that money out, um, consolidate, use it to consolidate debt, send a kid to school, pad your bank account, whatever. So it's not like going to the casino and just cashing out. <laughs> not exactly. You have to pay it back, right? Right. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Christina, what did you do in a former life before you did mortgage lending? Um... Kind of crazy how I got into this. Um, I graduated high school, went straight into nursing school because I was supposed to. And so for whatever reason, I went straight to college. Uh, I was in nursing school. I honestly don't remember why, but I decided to buy a house. I I honestly cannot even remember. At 19, I decided to buy a house. Um, I ended up with um, a lady and she just kept telling me, I love your personality. Please come work for me. Please come work for me. And I'm like, I don't know anything. So finally, she convinced me to come and answer the phones for seven twenty-five an hour, um, and I just kind of worked my way up from there. Um, I never went back to nursing school, of course. It was too hard anyway. But um, that's how I ended up here. So I've just kind of gone through every motion since then, and that was twenty-one years ago. Wow, seven twenty-five. <laughs> 21 years ago was quite a good, it was pretty good pay. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that the other day. I thought, man, I wasn't doing too bad for a 19-year-old, you know. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) And nursing school is hard because I was going to be a nurse, and I took a different path. (laughs) I went into sales. Yeah, that anatomy is no joke. Yeah, yeah. It, like, anatomy and physiology, I think I got a D on, and I was like, I'm done. (laughs) I can't do this the rest of my life. You know, I don't know what that bone is. (laughs) So how is 
business been going since COVID-19 hit the scene mid-March? So, you know, at the end of February, beginning of March, um, and we all of a sudden were headed into a refi boom, meaning that rates were doing really, really good and everybody was trying to refinance. Um, COVID hit, rates uh, dropped even further. Um, but right when, about mid-March, into March, when people started realizing this was kind of serious, um, I would say for about two weeks, it died. Um, people backed out of their purchase contracts. They said, hold on, what's going on? Let me wait. Um, and then after the two weeks and people realized, you know, hey, life still is going to go on, you know, even if it's going to look differently, it's going to still go on. And it's picked back up and it's been very strong, very strong. Good, good. How has the business changed since COVID-19? Um, I feel like it still is changing daily, you know, when it comes to mortgage lending at all, you know, things constantly change anyway, you know, a hundred years ago, we used to shake hands and say, I'll pay you back. Um, it's not that easy anymore, but as far as COVID-19, some, um, examples are, you know, you used to be able to buy with an interest rate as low as, sorry, a credit score as low as 580. Um, since COVID has started, um, some are saying it has to be 680. Um, there are still a couple that say 640 and there are even less that say 620. So for the golden rule, basically, um, you know, your qualifications have become tighter. Um, you can't, you know, it used to be the guy with the, the lower credit score, but everything else looked really good, meaning his assets and his income, you could get him to go through, um, but they've tightened up everything. And I think it just has a lot to do with, you know, in 2008, when um, the market crashed, um, a lot of people got stuck with a lot of bad mortgages. And when you're looking at Fannie, and, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which are the big guys that, buy and run the mortgages um they got stuck with a lot of mortgages that they that were bad mortgages and there's nothing that they can do about it and i think that because of that they didn't want that to happen again so they tightened up and said right now we just want the good ones the real good ones so if so. i i had a friend that wanted to get ready to start purchasing a house what kind of things would they need to do to set themselves up right now to purchase a house within the next six months or a year? So I personally feel like um, you need to talk to a mortgage lender, number one, because um, I think it's a lot of times people don't realize um, you may not need as much money as you think, or um, maybe you need to pay off some debt or, you know, maybe the price range of houses you're looking for is not the payment you're looking for. And so I personally feel like if you talk to somebody about the financing first before going out and, you know, even flipping through the websites, you don't set yourself up for something that essentially can't happen. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like if you talk to a lender first, you plan it all out, you know, they know what your goals are, vice versa, and you have a plan. Do you need to save up more money? Do you need to pay off some debt? Do you need to um, lower your expectations of the kind of house you can afford? I mean, there's a million things. So um, definitely talk to somebody first and don't just jump in and fall in love with the house to get to where you realize you can't even get it financed. 
So if I was looking for a good lender, how would I find a good lender for a mortgage? So, you know, that's a million dollar, dollar question. You know, you see all over Facebook where people are on the groups and stuff and they ask, um, tell me a good lender. I need a lender for this, a lender for that. My personal opinion is um, talk to a couple, um, talk to a handful, ask your friends, find out um, just because somebody says to call Sally Smith, why? Um, why did you like her? Why was she good for you? Um, why was she bad for you? What do you wish you did know? Um, ask around. I feel like word of mouth is a huge thing. Um, there is a ton of mortgage lenders in town and, you know, I've been around long enough that I know most of them, but I feel like a lot of us are very different. Um, you know, personality has a lot to do with it. You know, you, it's a big purchase. You want to be able to communicate, um, ask, have, have conversation, you know, and feel comfortable enough to have that conversation. You also want somebody that you feel like is knowledgeable in what you're looking for. So, um, you know, and even if your best friend Sally says she loved Joe, you might not, and that's okay. Um, you might not love me, you will, but even if you don't, it's okay. You know, everybody's different. Um, and, and that's the beauty of this world, really, or our country. You know, you have the right to choose and, you know, because there are certain little things that I can't do that others can. And so I just say, you know, word of mouth, but don't, don't let your best friend tell you to call somebody, ask her why, what did she like? What did she not like? Um, I feel like, you know, those things are important. So is it better to go with a mortgage lender than to go like on rocketmortgage.com? Listen, those online lenders, they are like curse words to us. I think um, I wanted to hit that nerve. Oh my God, it drives me crazy. Well, here's the thing. Um, it's super personal, you know? And if I go into a computer system and type in my income and my assets and I don't tell it accurately, then I put garbage in. So garbage is coming out. So if you, you know, when it comes to anything like that, you know, when I calculate somebody's income, I know how to do it, how I'm supposed to do it. Uh -huh. But if you know you make $15 an hour and you just stick $15 an hour in and all of a sudden you get this beautiful approval and you get down the road and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you make $15 an hour, but you only work 38 hours a week. Um, that's where you need to have a conversation. You know, some people are paid salary. Some people are paid hourly, um, and some people, when they get overtime, they don't get paid time and a half. They just get um, comp time or something. There are a million things on why. Um, and when it's Saturday at 8 a.m. and you found the house of your dreams, let me know when you get a hold of Mr. Rocket. Ooh. That computer is at home with his family. And I am too. Don't get me wrong. I am too. Um, but you know, if you call me, if you text me, um, I'll be there and I'll answer. Now, if I don't, or if I'm at a ball game, I don't have, I mean, I'll tell you, I'm at a kid's ball game. You're going to have to give me an hour or whatever. But, you know, I think that a lot of times when you're in the middle of something like that, you know, you need to be able to communicate. Um, because, you know, if you wait till Monday, that house might be gone. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, it has a lot to do with, 
you know, availability, um, being able to communicate, um, understand the entire process. Um, and, and let's face it, I mean, everybody wants things done fast, quick and easy, but being able to look at somebody um, helps with comfort, you know, and, and knowing that, you know, if things don't go well, you, you have somebody to call or look at or, or go to or, you know, anything like that. So um, I just feel like, and a lot of times, you know, just like anything else, read the fine print. When Rocket Mortgage is on in the middle of the Super Bowl and they have a funny commercial, because I think they are too, um, pause it. Read that, read that bottom. Read that little paragraph at the bottom, and it'll tell you, yeah, maybe you do get all that, but how much do I have to pay to get it? Wow. And we all tell our kids nothing in life is free. Nothing. So you said something fast, quick, and easy. It is not fast, quick, and easy to buy a house. No, it's, it's just not. And, you know... We talked about um, COVID and how things have changed. You know, there's another example. You know, when you buy a house, I have to order a um, an appraisal, an appraiser to go out and uh, tell me the value of your property to make sure that what you're buying, um, you're not buying it for a larger amount than what it's worth. Well, that guy's self-employed, and so right now everybody, the things, the way things go have changed, and so. Maybe that guy has decided he doesn't want to work during COVID. Um, maybe that guy is not only now a full-time appraiser, but he's a full-time teacher and parent and, you know, all those things. And so things don't move as quickly. Um, it's just because of number one, like I mentioned in the beginning, we were right in the middle of the refi boom. So there are tons of files coming in. And then, you know, we have COVID and there are still some people that, you know, aren't leaving the house, don't want to leave the house, um, want to take extra precautions before they do, you know, so there's, mm -hmm. there's just a lot going on right now. And so they do tend to take a little longer. Um, there are, there are situations where you can close in two weeks. Um, but right now that that's just, it's not a good, don't go in with that mindset. Um, you know, of course you, you want to get it done as soon as possible, but you know, it's kind of like anything else. You do it too fast and it's easier to mess things up. So realtors and mortgage lenders really work hand in hand then. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, you know, we constantly communicate and, and most realtors will even tell you, um, I'm not going to show you a house until I know for sure you can buy one. And, and, and that's not that they are, you know, being ugly about it. It's the fact that, you know, they're trying to feed their family. They're self-employed too. And so, you know, they don't want to load up and drive all over McLennan County um, to find out you can't even really buy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times they're going to want a letter from me um, that says you, that I have looked at your stuff and you're pre-approved. Um, and it also, a lot of times a seller won't even accept a contract. Um, some sellers won't even let you look at their house until they've seen that oh, wow. um, letter. So, um, yes, we do work very close together and, um, that's why it's, it's good for, you know, any realtor to always have a lender they feel like they can communicate with, um, because we do work hand in hand and, and they, they want to know everything's okay, just like the borrower does. So, 
so since COVID happened, it kind of changed a lot of things. I mean, there's 30 plus million people that are unemployed. So uh, I've heard stories of people that just buy houses uh, a couple months ago and now they can't make their house payment. They can't just stop paying that mortgage. Right. Uh, my advice when it comes to anything is um, if you have a debt and if you're going to have problems paying it, always communicate with the person that you owe the money to. If it's your mom, if it's TXU, if it's your mortgage company, you know, you're going to get a lot more out of it. If you communicate, let them know, hey, you know, I've been laid off or hey, they've cut my hours or whatever it is. So if you're in the middle of that, you need to call your mortgage company. You need to find out what the options are. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people call me and say, well, they're going to defer my payment. Make sure that you ask specific questions. Make sure you understand what that means. Um, in a lot of cases, it could very well mean you are allowed to skip up to three payments, um, you know, the 90 days. But on day 91, you owe those three payments. Yes. And so... You know, if I can't make a thousand dollar mortgage payment today, you know, how is it going to be in 90 days when I now I have to make three thousand? Wow. You know, so it make sure you fully, fully, fully understand it and know what you're getting into. Don't just sign on the dotted line. You know, as well as I do, nothing is as simple as it seems. And um, there's always red tape everywhere. There is. There is. <laughs> So they need to get in touch with their mortgage lender. Is there any kind of federal programs right now that can help them out or not? Um, there are um, still some grants and down payment assistance that, that are going. Um, they, of course, have also tightened up their regulations and, and how they feel about stuff. Um, they are probably the ones that are still taking the most, the lowest credit scores. Um, but you know, there are, there are a lot of programs, you know, there's programs that, you know, if you are a first responder, if you're a teacher, um, they give you free money, um, that, you know, there's of course a couple stipulations, you know, they set the interest rate, which means it's going to be a little bit higher than every, everybody else's. Um, they do charge a fee, but it, that's something that can be rolled into the amount that they pay. Um, and you can't make over a certain dollar amount. And that's going to vary by the county and stuff. Um, there are programs where, you know, if you live in a rural area, they don't require a down payment. So it's 0% down. So there are still programs out there. Um, a lot of them have been halted, but not all of them. How can they find out about those programs? Just by calling a mortgage lender? Yes, I would. Um, I'd call and, you know... Find out what your options are. Don't be afraid to ask. And, and quite honestly, if you call and say, hey, what are the specials or the, the grants or anything you have going on for a, a mortgage? And, you know, it bothers them to answer those questions. Then, you know, there's your clue right there. You got the wrong person. Hang up and call somebody else. And also there are some of us are still doing the grants and some of the um, other local lenders, they're not anymore. Hmm. Um you know, it's just basically, you know, it's the risk. It's the risk factor. You know, some have decided we, we're going to tighten up, but we'll still do them. Some have just said, no, thank you. We're going to stop doing them right now until we find out what's going on. So there are options. Um, 
you just have to call around and ask and see what's available. <clears throat> what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen people make when they were purchasing a home and they were then unable to purchase a home? Um, it, a lot of times people, um, well, not a lot when they do, but, um, when you're buying a house, don't, um, transfer a lot of money. Don't even necessarily decide to pay off a, a full credit card. Do not ever, 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 ever open up another account. Don't go get, I don't care what blows up or you have to do it. You need to communicate because you know, if, if you call me and say, Hey, Christina, I have to buy a new washing machine. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to have to go get a new Sears card. You know, I, I can have that conversation with you. Okay. But make sure your monthly payment's not more than $80. Uh -huh. um, because, you know, some people, you know, a $100 Sears payment could completely knock them out of being qualified. So don't, don't buy anything new. Don't sell anything. Don't pay anything off. Um, don't change jobs. Um, anytime anything like that is, you feel like it's going to have to happen. You have no choice. Call and have a conversation. Make sure that they know what's going to happen. Um, so it's not right at closing and they do their last minute verifications to find out number one, you don't have a job. Um, number two, um, you just took $10,000 out of the bank and went to Hawaii. I mean, things like that matter. It's very important. Don't move anything financial. So can you only work in the central Texas area or do you work throughout the state of Texas? Um, I actually can work um, in almost the entire United States. Oh, wow. Um, I don't off the top of my head know exactly. There's a handful of states I can't do it in. Um, but, yes, I can do it in most of the United States, yes. And if any of our listeners are wanting to talk to uh, somebody that's very knowledgeable in mortgage lending you, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can call me. Um, uh, my phone number at my office is 254 three nine nine six five two zero and my extension is one one four um and you know because i'm not always sitting here you know i have kids at home just like everybody else it does roll to my cell phone um you can also email me uh c dominguez at affiliatedbank.com um you can fill out a pre-qualification um application at my website it's just my name christina dominguez.us um, look me up on Facebook. Um, I, I have reviews on there. I post things all the time to keep people updated as possible. Um, but you know, instant message me on Facebook, uh, text me, uh, whatever you need to do. However, whatever's best for you. Awesome. Now, before we end the podcast, I always like to ask one question um, that's a little bit totally out of the ballpark. Um, okay. So, Christina, you're stranded on a desert island. All of your human needs are met, but you can take two extra things with you. What would be the two extra things that you took with you to that island? Um, probably a book. Um... My head's going, would I take a, a knowledgeable book or a funny book? I don't know. That's, that's, you know, I overthink things. So I would definitely take a book and some sort of towel wash rag or cleanliness. I mean, I don't care if it's ocean water. I need some, I need some washing. 
Well, Christina, thank you so much for being on the Ask an Expert podcast. Um, we appreciate all of your knowledge that you just gave us on lending. I, I could talk to you for hours. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Thank you guys for joining us for the Sometime Spouse podcast. This is Christy Ogle with Ask an Expert. Awesome. That's a panel. You did really, really well. It was just, like I said, it's just like a conversation between you and I. Easy. Perfect. And we got to go live via Facebook. There wasn't too many people on Zoom today. I bet it's because the world's starting to open up. Um, I also will have the podcast. I'm going to convert it to YouTube too. So if you want me to send it over to you, I'll send it over to you and you can use it for whatever. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for being on here. All right. So you're getting out of the house. Life's getting back to normal. Somewhat, yes. I don't come to the office every day, but I do try to at least half. Good. Good. (laughs) How are you doing with the boys being at home? Uh, We've gotten into a a routine, so it's it's been better. But um, I have found that, you know, 